I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. If you can't help you, how can you help me? Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work On Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real-life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching. That is for higher level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group, but working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That's the energy that makes you a go-getter where you go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, process, insights, strategies, techniques, and one unifying philosophy all under one umbrella that is called work on your game. 
My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to prioritize yourself. Yes, prioritizing yourself. Did you know that there is a how-to to actually doing this? Yes, there is. This episode is really for those of you who may find yourself prioritizing other people or giving so much of yourself that there's not much left of you to give to yourself or even to give to others. So let's we're going to get into that in a minute. First, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I want to send to you straight to your phone every single day. All you have to do to receive it is text me at my number right now. My number is 305-384-6894. When you text me there, we'll confirm you. You'll be getting my daily motivation text and you'll begin some other stuff that I like to send out straight to everybody's phone every single, well, not every morning to your phone, but some other things you'll get from me. Don't worry about that. But you want to get the daily motivation, just text me right now, 305-384-6894. Now let's get into today's topic. Again, it's talking about prioritizing yourself. First of all, let's get a definition of this word prioritize. So everyone knows what I mean when I say this. Prioritize means to designate or treat something as more important than other things. Now, why would you want to make yourself or treat yourself as more important than other things? Why would you even want to do this? Why would you not want to? I don't know. Maybe some of you might think that's a little bit selfish. Why would I want to be so selfish as only focusing on me. Well, I explained that in episode 1831, how being selfish is selfless. I also told you in episode 1570, how to thrive in a world of selfish people. In episode 979, I gave you 10 steps for improved self-care. And I'll tell you right now that the reason why you want to be selfish, the reason why you want to prioritize yourself, the reason that justification for this episode even existing for those of you who feel like you would rather give to others more than you give to yourself, is this, if you don't have anything yourself, then you can't give to anybody else. You can't give what you don't have. You can't provide for other people if you're not providing for yourself. You're not taking care of, who else can you take care of? We all know what they say before the plane takes off. If the oxygen mask come down, then put yours on first before you help anybody else. If you can't help you, how can you help me? So prioritizing yourself is an important thing that you need to do. So any of you who has not wrapped your mind around the concept of prioritizing yourself, scroll down the show notes from where you're listening to this and listen to those other episodes that I just told you about so that you understand you have a baseline understanding that you are the most important person in your life. If you don't understand that and you don't believe that, then listen to those first, then come back and listen to this one. Because this one is based on the established belief that you understand you are the most important person in your life. So as long as you understand that, keep listening. If you don't, Go back and listen to those episodes that I just referenced. They are all linked down below in the show notes. So now let's get into today's episode for those of you who are still here. Topic, once again, is how to prioritize yourself. Number one, accept that you are useless to other people until you have yourself taken care of. Useless to other people until you have yourself taken care of. If you're not in shape, you can't help me get in shape. If you haven't gotten your, you haven't gotten your resources aligned and in order. You don't have money for yourself. You can't give money to me. If you don't have time for your own life. How are you going to give me time from you? You don't have any time to give away. If you don't have it, you can't give it. For you to help other people, you must first take care of yourself. Like Jay-Z said in his song, he has a song called Moment of Clarity. And he said, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. So I gave rich and gave back. To me, that's the win-win. And the concept that he was he was talking to, it was a, a bigger conversation that he was having there, but just talking whether his whether his means justified his ends, the things that he raps about, the things that he talks about, 
was it worth it for him to get the resources that he has so that he could give back to other people? And he was making the argument that absolutely, yes, it was. The smaller picture point of what he was making, though, what I quoted him on is reflective of what I'm saying here. Except that you are not valuable to other people until and unless you have taken care of yourself, which means you have to value yourself first before you value anybody else. And keeping in mind that all of us are narcissistic on the level that we are thinking about ourselves more than we're thinking about anybody else. You, you're thinking about yourself more than you're thinking about everybody else, no matter how much of a philanthropist, no matter how much of a, give, of a giver, no matter how much you want to help everybody else, until you help them, I mean, until you help you, rather, you can't help them. Even if you try to help them, if you don't have anything, how are you going to help? What are you going to do? You don't have any resources. Your time, money, attention, energy, and focus are your five forms of investment. Until you invest those in you and make yourself and get yourself to a certain level of, of value, a certain level of uh, ability, then what can you do for another person? The answer is not much. You cannot give what you don't have. So the most selfless thing you can do in life is to be selfish. Say it again. The most selfless thing you can do in life is to be selfish. Because the more selfish you are focusing on you, the better you will build yourself up, the better you'll work on your game and you'll have some game. Now you can be selfless and you can give to other people. You can help them out because you have something to help them out with. So again, that's episode 1831. Being selfish is selfless. The most selfless thing you can do in life is detach yourself from others so that you can take care of you. Now, once you give yourself enough time to you know, do what you need to do for you, then you are prepared and able to offer assistance to other people, whether that be in the form of your, your time, your attention, your energy, your focus, or your money. If you notice, those are your five forms of investment. Moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to prioritize yourself. No. Yes, that's point number two. No, N-O, period. And I'm letting that one sit for a while because I want you to understand how easy it is to say that word. <laughs> to quote Chuck D, those of you who know who Chuck D is, he was a head rapper from a rap group back in the late 80s, early 90s called Public Enemy. And Chuck D had a song where he said, the easiest and the hardest word to say is no. Only got two letters, only takes a second to say it. No is your new favorite word for prioritizing yourself. You want to prioritize yourself, you must learn how to say no. And when I mean saying no, I don't necessarily mean it includes, but it doesn't always just mean actually speaking the word no to another person. Saying no means stepping away from something that is draining you and is not allowing you to take care of yourself. Saying no means prioritizing yourself and your needs over prioritizing another person and their needs. That is a form of saying no, even though you might not even be saying the word no. No is more of a mentality than I'm saying necessarily you have to learn how to say the word, but you should learn how to say the word. Because if you're comfortable saying the word no, you know what usually happens when you're comfortable doing something is that you don't even have to, let me back up. When you're comfortable doing something that many people are maybe socially uncomfortable doing, such as defending yourself, such as arguing, such as saying no, such as pushing back when someone is, maybe you feel like someone's trying to take advantage of you. When you're comfortable pushing back against those things, when you're comfortable standing up for yourself, when you're comfortable not allowing someone to walk all over you, whatever phrase you want to use, when you're comfortable pushing against that, usually you don't even have to do it. 
Jordan Peterson talked about this in his book, his first book, 12 Rules for Life, that when you're comfortable defending yourself, usually you don't have to. You notice that? The people who usually find themselves in situations where they get uncomfortable defending themselves is because they were uncomfortable defending themselves. When you're comfortable with defending yourself, usually people don't bother you. It's a, a strange thing, strange thing that happens in the universe that when you're willing to do something that, again, is uncomfortable for most people, things that most people get uncomfortable with, usually you don't have to do them that often because, as they say, you beat whip a dog once, you only have to show them the belt. This is a mentality, this no mentality, where you don't have to say no as much, so much as you have the mentality of being willing to walk away from something that's not to your liking. So when you're willing to walk away from something or push away from something that is not what you want, then you probably, what ironically what happens is, is you very rarely find yourself in situations to have to even deal with things that are not what you want. Those of you listening who find yourself in many, many times in situations to deal with stuff that you don't really want, it's probably because you have an issue with saying no. And again, that can mean actually uttering the phrase no, but it also can mean you have an issue with the mentality of turning people down, the mentality of being willing to disappoint other people, the mentality of prioritizing yourself over prioritizing others. And this is how you end up in situations saying yes to things that you really wanted to say no to, but you didn't say no. Now, you wanted to say no, but you weren't willing to say no. It's a complete difference between willing to do something and actually doing it or wanting to do something and then actually executing on it. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you right now. You know I'm talking to you. So if you're the type of person who always gives until there's nothing left of you to give, you need to learn how to say no. If you're the type of person who other people are often coming to you and asking you for things, even though you know that you don't want to say yes to them, but you also know that they might be taking advantage of the fact that you have a problem saying no, or you need to learn how to say no. And I have some episodes for you if you didn't, if you didn't understand, if you didn't believe me, rather. Episode 654, how to say no and really mean it. In episode 448, I told you how to stop telling yourself no, because sometimes we are good at saying no, but only to ourselves. And I have many episodes where I tell you how to make other people tell you no, because guess what? Since you have this challenge of saying no so often, funny thing is, a lot of other people had the same challenge. And when you're on the offensive, meaning you're the one making the request, you can use this human weakness against other people. This is a kind of a, a Machiavellian tactic that I'm telling you. But hey, if I didn't tell you, somebody would use it against you. So you should be happy that I'm telling you so that next time someone tries to use it against you, you can at least be armed and play defense against it. So in episode 879, I told you how to stop taking no for an answer. Episode 727, how to stop accepting no so easily. Episode number 319, I talked about that an, another time, how to stop accepting no in such an easy way. In episode 1905, how to make people tell you no. And the challenge is most of the time people won't tell you no. There are, there's a handful of people who are comfortable telling you no. Those people don't have a problem prioritizing themselves, I guarantee you. Next time you come across someone who's willing to just tell you no and they don't, have to, they don't try to explain it, they don't feel a need to explain it. And they say no to you with such an energy that, you know, there's finality in the statement. I guarantee if you look a little bit deeper into that person or if you happen to know them, and you can talk to them. I guarantee you that person has no problem prioritizing themselves. That person doesn't have a problem taking care of themselves. That person doesn't have a problem or at least if they wanted to, if they were thinking about it, they don't have a problem prioritizing or taking care of themselves. Why? Because they're willing to say no, because if they're willing to say no to other people, that means they are saying yes many times to themselves. So this word, the easiest and the hardest word to say is no, only got two letters, only takes a second to say it. 
if you have been accepting less than your worth because you're trying to be nice or you're trying to be friendly, I know a lot of people who have this problem and many of them happen to be entrepreneurs, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately because if you're an entrepreneur and you have a problem with accepting less than your worth or a problem with you know, doing things for other people, maybe at less than what you would like to receive, you're accepting less return on investment because you're just trying to be nice or you're trying to be friendly or maybe people are taking advantage of that niceness and friendliness. And by the way, they are taking advantage of it because they know you're nice and friendly. All right. This is a tragedy in entrepreneurship because you make your money by selling. So if you don't have the ability to say no to a sale opportunity that you don't want, that means you also don't have the ability to say yes to the ones that you do want, or you're not even getting offered them and it's costing you money. All right. So you're actually hurting, you're hurting the overall economy because you're costing yourself money, which means you're not making as much as you could, which means you can't give as much as you could to the government and taxes, and you can't create jobs and give other people opportunities. And you're not selling your products at a price that is going to make people pay attention because what people pay for, they pay attention to. And if you're not selling your products and services at a high enough price that you should be selling them at, then the people who are buying are not paying as much attention as they should because they didn't invest enough. And the people who should be buying are not paying attention at all because they didn't buy at all because your price wasn't high enough to even get their attention in the first place. So there's a whole cycle of terrible tragedy, tragics, tragic things that happen when an entrepreneur has a problem saying no. Yes, not a problem saying yes, but a problem saying no. So any of you who has this issue of accepting less than your worth, or you're trying to be nice and you're trying to be friendly with people all the time, here's what I suggest you do. Join me and work on your game university. Join the brand and business a group coaching program in a university and join the Bulletproof Mindset. We got a special deal where you can join both programs, the mindset one and the branding and business one. I will help eradicate both problems for you in less than two weeks. That's an absolute guarantee. That's at work on your game university. Dot com. Anyway, your no, again, doesn't have to necessarily be the phrase, but you should be comfortable saying the phrase because when you're comfortable saying the phrase, everything else I'm talking about here is easy. Your no can be in the form of a counteroffer. So if someone says to you, listen, I'll pay you $8 million. You can say no by saying to them, how about 10 million? Now, you didn't actually say the word no, but you're countering their offer. So you didn't accept what they offer. You offer something else. That is a form of telling somebody no. Or if someone makes you any kind of offer, you offer an alternative. You are letting them know, hey, no to that, but how about this? And you're keeping the conversation going. And you got to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to prioritize yourself by, first of all, rejecting the things that you don't want, but also asking for the things that you do want. Asking for the things that you do want when you're being offered less than what you want is a form of saying no. And again, I know for a fact, no K-N-O-W, I know for a fact that there are many entrepreneurs listening to me right now at this exact moment who have this personal challenge of saying no. You have a challenge of you're trying to be too nice. You're trying to be friendly. People are taking advantage of your niceness by asking you to do things for them or asking you for things. And they're not offering you commensurate return on investment. Maybe they're offering you something, but they're not offering you what you really want. And it's not their fault. Now, there are a few malicious people who will actually use you in a malicious way. But most of the people who are taking, quote unquote, taking advantage of you, they're not doing it because they're trying to take advantage of you. They're doing it because they're thinking about themselves or they're prioritizing themselves. So hey, look, if I can get your services for $100 when you really want to charge a thousand or it's not my fault, I'm, I'm try- I want your service. I'm prioritizing me. So if I can get it from you for a hundred instead of a thousand, why would I spend an extra $900? I'm going to spend a hundred dollars. All right. This is just the game that we're in. It is not their fault that it's happening. It's your fault because you're allowing it to happen. And again, I have two group coaching programs. I got Bulletproof Mindset, which will help you with the mentality of this, and Branded Business, which will help you with the strategics and the tactics of this. I will solve this problem in less than two weeks. You got my word on it. Go to work on your game, university.
com. Choose the group program, and I got you covered. So sometimes it's just a counteroffer. Sometimes it's just saying, "Well, I, I say no to that, but how about this?" You cannot prioritize yourself, everybody, by saying yes to everyone else. If you're prioritizing yourself right now in your life or in your business, that means you should be saying no a good amount of time. Doesn't mean you gotta say no to everything, but you can't say yes to everything while you're trying to prioritize yourself. That just doesn't make sense. I had somebody text me the other day at my text line which is 305-384-6894. Any of you can text me completely for free at that number and get my daily motivation text. Somebody texted me, and I believe he was a, a young man basketball player. I think from the first text that he had sent, I think he was a basketball player. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I do remember him asking me because he said something, and then I said something, and then he said, hey, um, how can I, can we speak by phone? That's what he said. might've been a female, I don't remember, but I know it was a basketball player and they were saying, can we speak by phone? And I said to them, I only speak by phone or I only do call live calls with my paying coaching clients. But whatever your issue is, you could just tell me right here in the text. Now, I didn't say the word no, but I let that individual know, K-N-O-W, but no, you cannot get on the phone with me because you had to be paying me to get on the phone with me. But I can help you out. Just tell me what your issue is. Just text it to me. Now, as of now, I don't know if that person texted me back and told me what their issue was just yet. But I'll check my text when I get done recording this episode and we'll find out. So that's a form of telling people no, is offering alternatives. So any of you who's a salesperson, you know this. If someone makes you an offer that is unacceptable, don't just close the door on the conversation because if they're making you an offer, that means they're interested in whatever they're asking for. They're interested. It's just that what they offered for you is not a high enough return on investment. So all you need to do, being a creative salesperson that you are, is offer them a counter so that you can still help them and get them what they need. Because as a salesperson, the only way you make money is by helping people. Because if you're selling them garbage, eventually they're going to stop buying from you. You might even ask for a refund. So you help them out, but just offer them a counter to whatever they ask for. And you as a salesperson, if you're willing to say no, you're willing to walk away when someone's not willing to meet you where you need to be, then that's okay. Because you will come across the right prospects and the right buyers at the right time. Everybody else is working their own agenda. So keep this in mind. If you feel like someone's quote unquote taking advantage of you, it's not because they're trying to be bad to you. It's because they are trying to help themselves. And if you are allowing them to help themselves at your expense, maybe you could fault them a little bit. But again, over here working your game, we don't look out the window. We look in the mirror. All right, who actually caused this issue? If it's your issue, then you cause the issue. I'm going to say that one more time. Here at Work On Your Game, if it's your issue, then you are the cause of the issue and you are also the source of the, re the resolution of the issue. Now, you might not think you're the cause of the issue. The other person started it. Right? The other person rear-ended you while you were driving. Yes. But hey, you were the one on the road. Right, who told you to get in your car today? Now, I understand it's kind of an extreme of what I'm saying, but I want you to understand, don't just take the letter of what I'm saying, understand the spirit of what I'm saying, which is any situation you find yourself in, as much ownership as you're willing to take, that's how much power you have to do something about it. If you don't want to take ownership of any situation that you're in, that also means you have no power to do anything about this situation, which means you become a victim and victims are, are barred from working on your game incorporated. So you probably, you shouldn't be beer. As a matter of fact, any victims listening to the show probably already turned it off. So I don't even need to spend too much time on this. So just keep in mind, we're still on point number two. You are likely not the top priority on other people's agendas. Now, you might like to think that you are and our, each of us in our own narcissistic worlds, we think that everybody wakes up every day thinking about us. Nobody wakes up thinking about you, except maybe your mom, your grandma, your kids and your significant other. That's about it. Nobody else. And you, actually, your kids don't even wake up thinking about you. Maybe your parents or right, your parents might wake up thinking about you if you're young enough. But by the time you're an adult, your parents don't even wake up thinking about you. All right. They glad that you out the house so that they can focus on themselves again. 
All right. So let's see. Maybe your grandma, maybe your significant other. That's about it. Yeah. Your grandma, your significant other. That's it. So you all the people who wake up every day with you as their number one priority are you can count them on one hand. Unless you happen to be in a, a polygamous society where you have multiple significant others, then maybe you might have more than five. But other than that, that's it. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to prioritize yourself. Make a list of things that you need or want to do for yourself. This is what I want you to do. Make a list. Write it down on your phone. Write it down with pen and paper. Those of you who like to write with pen and paper or write on your phone, just write this down somewhere. Make a list of things that you need to do for yourself or that you want to do for yourself. Now, it doesn't have to be a, a food, clothing, shelter. If you want to go to Disney World, write that down. You want to travel to Paris and spend a month there, write that down. You want to uh, go drive around on a race car track and you want to know what it feels like to make a left turn at 200 miles per hour, write that down. If you want to go on a safari and take pictures of lions and hyenas, write that down. <laughs> Whatever it is that you want to do, write it down. Write down all the things that you need or want to do for yourself. You should already have this list. Matter of fact, if you read my book, The Mental Workbook, you already have this list written down. So just pull that list up if you read The Mental Workbook. If you have not read The Mental Workbook or you read it, but you didn't actually do the exercises in the book, read it all over again from the beginning. And right now, write down all the things you need or want to do for yourself. Now, I want you to arrange the list in this way. At the top of the list, put all the things that you actually have the resources to do, but you haven't done yet. Meaning these are things you need or want for yourself. You have the resources to actually do them, but you just haven't done it yet. Put those at the top of the list and then draw a horizontal line. So everything that you can do right now with your current resources, put them at the top of the list and then draw a line. And underneath the line on the bottom half of the page, put all the things that you want to do or need to do, but you don't have the resources to do them right now. So you couldn't do them even if you wanted to. But you do plan on having the resources in the future. So everything you can do, put above the line, Everything that you right now can't do, I mean, today you can't do, put them below the line. Everything that's above the line, I want you to figure out, I want you to open up your calendar and I want you to start making time to knock those things out. At least one a week. One a week, start knocking those things out of those things that you need or want to do and you have the resources, the time, money, attention, energy, focus to do. You just haven't done them because you've been prioritizing something other than yourself, clearly. And at least one a week, take care of. Maybe you could do more than one if you're ambitious. And depending on how big or small they are, you might be able to do 10. But start knocking them out. But until you put them on paper and actually look at them and know what they are, then it's going to stay this big idea in the back of your mind. Then, of course, you're not going to prioritize it because here's an interesting thing. When other people want you to put their agenda on, they want to put their agenda on your calendar. You know what they do? They write it down. They send you an email. They text you. They send you a calendar invite. They literally put it on your calendar. When their agenda is important to them, they literally put it on your calendar. You have agenda items that you want to do, but there's just this big idea in your mind. No wonder you're doing other people's stuff more than you're doing your own. Does this make sense now? Let's recap today's class, which is how to prioritize yourself. Definition of prioritize is to designate or treat as more important than other things. Number one, accept that you are useless to other people until you have yourself taken care of first. To help other people, you have to help others. You can't give what you don't have. Number two, the word no, N-O. Chuck D said, the easiest and the hardest word to say is no. It only has two letters. It only takes a second to say it. It is your new favorite word for prioritizing yourself. It is also even more so a mentality where you may not have to say no as much if you have the mentality of being able and willing to walk away from, any, from anything that is not to your liking. If you have found yourself accepting less than your worth, if you found yourself trying to be nice and friendly to people by saying yes to everything, 
You need to develop the mentality of saying no. And I gave you some episodes that are listed down below in the show notes for you to develop this mentality. And I just told you, coming to work on your game university and the group coaching programs, join the Bulletproof Mindset and the brand and business programs. You can join both at a special price to get both memberships. And I will help you with this. In less than two weeks, I will eradicate that problem. That is a guarantee. And whenever anyone makes you an offer that is not to your liking, as far as a return on investment, offer them a counter. Don't just say no. Offer them a counter because you're a salesperson, right? Your goal, you do want to make the sale. You want to help this person out. You just want to help them out with terms that serve you, not just terms to serve the other person. And again, if you're not serving yourself, how can you possibly serve anybody else? Trick question. You cannot. Point number three, make a list of things that you need or want to do for yourself. The top half of the page, write down all the things that you have the resources to do right now. On the bottom half, put all the things you don't have the resources for just yet, but you plan to have them in the future. And everything that's on the top half of that list, once a week, at least one a week, you need to be taken care of. Put them on your calendar. Same way other people put their agendas on your calendar, put your agenda on your calendar. If you're not prioritizing yourself, then today's the first time maybe you even thought about it. Here's a good reason why you're not, because it's not on your calendar. But if you look at your calendar, everybody else's agenda's on there. So why not put your own on there? I'm just selling you on this idea. So hopefully I did a good job. My number for you to get my daily motivation text, this will help you out as well, is 305-384-6894. That's listed down below in the show notes. And as I just told you, group coaching programs, Bulletproof Mindset is for, I mean, you know what that's for, and brand and business. That one's self-explanatory as well. You could join either or both programs together by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. The link is down below. I want to see you in there. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.